Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm your host, Jody King. As an artist for 20 years, instructor, speaker, author, and fellow rebel, I've worked with thousands of people around the world, from beginners to established artists, helping them create their strongest art and build a career doing what they love. So if you are ready to have a little fun while you learn about art, creativity, building a thriving art business, and living a bold, audacious life, you are in the right place. Also, if you're considering going pro in your art business, grab the PDF in the show notes on the five things they don't teach you in art school. All right, let's get messy. You may have heard me talk about this before, but it bears repeating because this is a way that so many folks are able to not only pay their bills, but to flourish. Is it sex work? (laughs) No, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) What is it? It is accepting commissions. Now, before you decide you hate commissions, and I get it, stay till the end of the episode because I'm going to show you how to have some fun with commissions make them less stressful, and put some money in your wallet. All right, so the holidays are straight up upon us, right? Um, And this is where commissions really come into play. Um, And while I usually suggest getting a jump on the holidays um, as far back as August, it's never too late to promote a unique gift idea. And art is that unique gift. And a commission piece, let's say of a place, an event, someone's pet, whatever, is so incredibly personable. And that makes the commission the unique, perfect gift to give to someone, especially during the holidays. Now, I know that we're, it's November and you may be worried about how you might be able to fit in all of these um, commissions with your already busy schedule, but I want you to keep in mind that the commission doesn't necessarily have to be complete by the holiday itself. Instead, you can offer a gift certificate or maybe even a photo of, you know, the work in progress or a photo of what you um, are going to be representing in the piece. And, And here's an example of not worrying too much about having it done by a certain date. There was a few years ago where... One of my favorite human beings on the planet, Ariana, uh, uh, such as my sweet girl. Anyway, um, 
one of my favorite people. She was getting married to another one of my other favorite people now. She was getting married to Michael. Um, and this was, was going to be in June. And so I already knew what I was going to give them as a wedding gift. I was going to give them a painting. And so um, I started several months ahead of time because I know me. And I know how long it takes me to do, you know, to create these, these pieces, especially with a busy schedule. And, um, the wedding day came around and I was nowhere near finished with the painting. So what I did is I just created, you know, a card, a a gift certificate, if you will. And I just told them what their wedding gift was going to be. And they were over the moon. They were so excited. Even it was almost like it was better that I didn't have it ready at the time because, you know, a wedding and there's so much going on. So, um, I did eventually complete that, um, that painting or that commission. It wasn't commissioned by them, but by me, but honestly, I know this is a little embarrassing, but it was a whole year later when, um, when I finished it. Now it was kind of like a one year wedding present. But um, what I'm trying to say is a commission piece is going to be so important and valuable and unique to the person that you're doing it for that I don't want you to get hung up that it has to be done, especially during the holidays, that it has to absolutely be done um, on the date of the holiday. But it's, you know, there are so many things you can do to make it really personal, personal and really meaningful. Okay. But A lot of people don't like doing commissions for a few reasons. Um, Like many people feel like it affects or hinders their creativity because, um, you know, when we feel like there's more pressure to get it right, you know, to not screw up this commission, like to paint a masterpiece, it can really mess with our heads or... Maybe the collector requests certain colors um, for their piece, but we tend to choose colors intuitively and, you know, not attached to the outcome. So we never know what colors something is going to, you know, end up with in a painting. Um, The other reason we don't like doing them is because oftentimes people want us to paint in a style that is not our own, you know, like... I find this happens a good bit with friends and family who decide they want you to do a commission piece, you know, so maybe they want you to do a a portraiture or they want you to paint a car or something like that when you might be an abstract artist or a landscape artist, right? Okay, so I'm going to give you some tips for all three of these issues when they come up. Okay, now... In order to take the pressure off of creating a masterpiece, and by the way, this is the the caveat to this is this usually works better if it's an abstract piece, but um, in order to take that pressure off, I like to have two canvases at least going at once. So what that looks like is, you know, you've got the regular, quote, regular um, canvas, and then I have one more in that exact same size. And that's kind of like my my play canvas. It might be where I wipe off my brushes, you know, like there's no stakes at all for that canvas. 
And then when I'm painting the commission, I'll just kind of go back and forth between those two canvases. So what often happens is when those are done and I show the collector the painting, whether they come to the studio or send them photos, what happens is the collector will often choose that you know, wipe off one, that throwaway one, because the energy of that one is just better. Um, it's, you know, it's like it's more fun because I wasn't trying so hard. Or another thing that happens is I've had the collector choose both, which is amazing. I'd love it when that happens. But either way, even if they don't choose both paintings, now you've got a whole other painting that you are able to sell. Okay, so that's if, you know, the you, to, if you feel like you just have to paint a masterpiece. Okay, but here's the other thing. What do you do when the collector requests certain colors? Okay, again, this is easier for abstract work, but what I like to do is I just like to start with my regular process like I would do for any other painting. Now I might keep in mind as I go, the colors that they are suggesting and might weave them in a little bit, but I just do my thing. And then when it gets a little bit towards the end where you know, you know what, this is, this is maybe the last layer or maybe it's the second to last layer. I know we don't always know which, you know, which layer we're on, but if you feel like you're getting kind of close, that's when I start adding in their requested colors. Okay, now the next thing, what about when they request a style that is not ours or they request, this has happened to me, I can't even tell you, when they request that we copy um, art from another artist. You know, I've had this happen where, where someone in, will say, hey, I love this artist's work, but I can't afford, you know, $5,000. Will you paint it for me for, you know, 1000 or 1500 or 2000 Like, that's meaningful money, right? That is, that can be really meaningful money. And so it can be really tempting to go, huh, yeah, I can probably do that. Okay, but here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't do it. Just full stop don't do it. Number one, it puts some real bad karma out there for us to be copying other artists' work. That's that's the biggest one, just like out of a sense of integrity. But aside from that, um, the art that you would try to create, recreate, or copy, it's going to be it's going to be flat. It is totally going to fall flat. It is not going to have the energy that your normal work is going to have. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why they're commissioning you, right? Because they love your art. Um, they love that energy you bring to it. Well, if you try to replicate another artist's work, it is not going to have that. So just my advice, do not even go there. All right. Now, what about pricing commissions? Have you ever considered that? Because it is a little different than our regular art. First thing we have to do when we're pricing commissions is we have to be clear about your current price per square inch. Okay, now if you're not clear on that, go back to episode 14 
in that episode, I teach how to price your art so it sells, okay? So once you've got your regular price per square inch, then you can decide whether to go up on your price for commissions. Um, Now, here's the reason why you should probably consider going up in your pricing for commissions. Because we've already got a current even inventory, right? I mean, even if it's just a few pieces, we've got that current inventory that we've already painted and that we want to sell. A commission, on the other hand, takes us away from other work that we may want to do. So it is really standard amongst artists to price um, uh, commissions higher than our regular work. Now, what's normal? What percentage? It it just depends, right? It, it just depends on you as an artist, what your demands are for your work, um, how much inventory you have, etc. But I've seen 15 to 20% increase. That's totally normal. Uh, one artist that I've worked with even prices her work 50% higher than her original work that she has in inventory. So that would mean that a painting let's just say that would normally cost $1,500. If it's a commission, it's $2,250. So, you know, that, that 50% increase is definitely significant, but it is not uncommon or unexpected or out of line even for you to price your commissions higher than your normal work. All right, now let's talk about how to market them. Or maybe a better way to say it is how to sell more of them. Um, the number one thing is we're, we've got to make people aware that we're even taking commissions because one, many artists just flat out don't do them. So, um, you know, you can't just assume that people know that you take commissions. And number two, a lot of people will not necessarily think of this idea for a gift on their own. So it's imperative that we let collectors know that we do commissions. So I have found that the best way to let people know that we take commissions is to say it often, to say it clearly, and to announce it in different places. Okay, specifically meaning to our email list and to social media, etc. Okay, so what do I mean by saying it often? Well, there's research out there that states that we have to be told something, something like 17 or 18 times in marketing material for it to stick with us. But so often what I hear artists say is, hey, I, I sent it out I announced it to my newsletter that I take commissions and I didn't get a commission. And what I'm saying is, no, you have to say it often, right? You have to tell people all the time because if you, let's say you put it in a newsletter in November and people are like, oh, no, I've already got everything that I need for the holidays. Um, But if you don't say it again and then, you know, maybe Valentine's is coming up or there's a graduation coming up or something like that, if you don't say it many times, people may forget. So I would put that information in 
every single newsletter that you send out or every single email that you put it put out it doesn't have to be like the first thing you say but somewhere maybe at the end you let people know so say it often you can even um say it in your bio on instagram right okay so then it's to say it clearly and what i mean by clearly is i've talked about creating a table graph you know, where on one side of the table graph, you have the sizes of your paintings. And on the other side of the table graph, you have the prices of those um, paintings. And this is really, really, can I just say really one more time? So important because if you don't put the price of the commission people will automatically assume that they can't afford it. When I go into a department store and I go to like the purse section, if I can't find that price and it is a gorgeous freaking purse, I'm going to absolutely not ask the sales representative there because I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to have egg on my face when, you know, she says a price that I can't afford. So we have to state what our prices are for those commissions. Um, So again, what it would look like is let's say one side of the the table graph says, you know, a 12 inch by 12 inch commission is, oh, I don't know, let's say $200. I'm just pulling numbers, you know, out of my butt here. So let then it's going to be like, okay, a uh, 16 by 20 is going to be excellent, you know, maybe that's $600 and then etc. So at, you put your sizes that you like to paint and then you put the prices of those sizes next to it. So everybody is super, super clear on what those prices are. And then um, the last one of announcing it in different places What I mean by that is don't just do it on social media. Don't just tell people on Facebook or Instagram or any of the TikToks or whatever it might be. Don't just say in one spot, hey, I take commissions. You want to say it in many places. You want to say it on, of course, all your social media. Again, if if commissions are your jam and you really love taking them, put that in your bio. Make that really, really clear. Um, Also, you know, send it out in the email, like I said, but don't stop there. If you, uh, you know, or you're at a, a, a gathering with friends, let them know. If you uh, work with an interior designer, make sure they know. Like seriously announce it everywhere because commissions can really be um, the foundation and the like something that you can count on financially to come in. And then like the rest of what you do can just be fun, right? You can have a little bit more fun when you feel less stressed financially. And speaking of make it less stressful by drawing up a contract. Now don't get nervous. What I mean is a contract simply means that you've spelled out the terms that you and the collector have agreed on. Okay, so that means you want to include the size of the painting that you agreed on, uh, maybe the colors, if that's part of it, the description, um, the date of completion that you guys have agreed to, 
And when the payments are due, I always get a down payment of half and then um, the rest of the payment upon delivery of the painting. But my contract also states that I will do one revision based on the request of the collector and any further revisions will be at my discretion. Um, And that's really important because you can have that, uh, that person that, you know, requested you do the commission and they can be difficult or just really difficult to please, or maybe they drag it out or whatever that might be. Um, So, That is really important for me to have in the contract because if we cannot come up with an agreement after, you know, one or two revisions, then what I, what I state in the contract is they can apply that deposit to a painting that I've already got in inventory, but I'm not going to keep messing with you if, 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 if we haven't come to an agreement into a reasonable amount of time. There's no reason to assume that we will moving forward. So that deposit can be applied to current inventory. Now, one word of caution that I do want to say um, about sending progress photos, especially if you're painting in the style of abstract or abstract expressionism, this can be tricky, right? Because um, what a piece looks like one day may not look anything like the finished product, right? So I would say proceed on that really carefully. You know, progress photos for um, for abstract pieces, I find it's best to send those when you're almost finished with them, not, you know, early on in the process. So I have not traditionally enjoyed commissions but like I said, they have been a great way to, uh, to add income. And once I started putting these boundaries in place for myself, like I've discussed, they became less stressful and dare I say, even fun. So also I want to give you a heads up about a collection that I only do once a year and I'm releasing it next week on 1111. Love that number. And I call it the Little Things Collection because they're small. They're 12 inch by 12 inch. And I never do smalls any other time of the year. Um, but I like doing them this time of year because I want to be able to offer original fine art at an approachable price point. So, anyway, I'm so excited about these. Um, each year that I release them on that date, people shock me at how fast they snatch them up. Um, if you'd like to be among the first to see them, I release them to my email list at 9 a.m. on 11:11. So you want to be on my email list before them just to get, you know, first shot at viewing them. You can do that by going to the show notes to join my email list and, um, these, this year, these are a bit of a new direction for me and unlike any paintings I've done before. So I'd love for you to be among the first to see them. Um, also 
They were created entirely using my favorite colors in my bundle with Nova brand paints. Y'all know I'm a huge Nova fan. I've used Nova for years. So I'll put a link in the show notes for you to see these paint colors in case you want to pick up a bundle for yourself. I would be delighted. I know you're going to love them. I know a lot of you use Nova, but some of these colors you may not have used before and they all come in this bundle. So, okay, you guys take good care of yourselves and each other, and we'll see you next time. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.